Samson, hello, are you there? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. <laughs> That's a relief. It's a bit, a bit of a um, seat of the pants ride to get you. Thank you um, very much. So the EVT um, aggregates results uh, as well as information about the process um, from randomly sampled polling units. And because we deploy observers to a random sample of polling units, we're able to make a determination as to the credibility of the process. And the process includes um, setup, availability of materials, um, accreditation and voting, as well as counting prescribed and recording of results. And secondly, we're able to determine if the results declared by INEC um, are indeed a reflection of the ballots and results recorded at the polling units. And, and what did and you so find? For, for the presidential um, elections, we found that based on the PVT data, um, the results INEC declared were consistent um, with the data um, that we had at the P with the PVT, at least in 34 states. In but in two states. other states, the PVT detected that the results were manipulated, mm -hmm. and those two states are Rivers and Imo, yeah. where results for one of the candidates were deducted mm -hmm. and then allotted to um, another candidate. And so we questioned the credibility of the results from those two states. Mm. Um, we also found cases where, with respect to the process, um, where um, there were sort of uh, manual um, voting. And what we mean by um, uh, voting without accreditation, uh -huh. there are places where beavers were not used mm -hmm. um, to accredit voters. Um, we also had data and we released data on that. Yeah. Um, there were also cases where um, even though we did not have, um, we couldn't estimate or quantify but there were cases where observers reported voter suppression, mm -hmm. where people couldn't access the polling units because mm -hmm. they were prevented from accessing the polling units. Um, but on the whole, um, as we've released you know, in, in our report, um, we highlighted the fact that, but in a large percentage of polling units where BVAS was deployed, mm -hmm. the BVAS functioned optimally for accreditation of voters. Yeah. And we have to make a distinction between accreditation, um, accreditation of, voters of voters and the transmission of, of results. So mm -hmm. what we are now made to believe as mm -hmm. upload of results. So the beaver did function mm -hmm. optimally. Before we get to that, um, Samson, can I just ask you, you said that out of the 36 states and the federal capital territory, the results were at variance in two, that is Imo and um, River State. Now, um, yes. if, if you've observed the political um, scene, you will have an idea why those um, results might not be, at, at, you know, might not accord with what was going on. Because we know that in Imo State, the governor was um, very anxious to to show that the result that made him governor was not um, was not was, was 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 the truth, and in Rivers, the outgoing governor, of course, wanted to um, to prove that he he he, he held um, clout 
in his political party. But were you? Um, but, but you see, there there are people who would say that. But other parts of this, the the um, results were very very fishy, and they were suggesting that those two must have been manipulated. But it suggests that. Perhaps, you know, for example, where you see um, 99% of the people voting one way, that even if we have our emotional reaction to that and our suspicions, that actually we, um, we, our public perceptions and accusations are possibly more directed, um, driven by emotion and personal political preferences. No, well... Uh um, we're not surprised um, the kind of reaction um, that greets, you know, um, the outcome of election results because um, there's a lot of emotion that's being expressed when it comes to elections, mm. and and we and because election is a sentimental activity and people, you know, desire so much that whoever um, they are voting for should win. Um, you know, in, in an election. And like we often say in elections, that sometimes perception is reality. Um, <laughs> well, it it's certainly as important as but, the reality. Yeah, but sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes it's actually not reality. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in, in some cases, especially when you look at the data and you look at the figures. Yeah. So, um, and this is, this is why it's, it's always important that we also don't reduce the credibility of elections to figures. Yeah. We always need to look at the process mm -hmm. because if a process is compromised and substantially compromised, then the outcome will be questionable. Now, but if the process is credible, then it will deliver credible outcomes. Mm -hmm. So both the process and the outcomes are critical, but often we focus and pay a lot of attention yeah. you know, on the final results and not focus on whether the process that led to that outcome in fact, um, Samson, wasn't a, with, well tainted with any illegalities. In, in fact, Samson, a huge issue that made many people question the integrity of the national elections, and particularly the presidential election, was the failure of INEC to upload the results that were transmitted by the BVAS device, that's the bi-voter, um, bimodal voter accreditation system, that device to the INEC results viewing portal or if they were uploaded, they were almost illegible. So I want to ask you, did INEC really behave with integrity when having promised Nigerians that they would be able to view the results, it now gave a series of what to my mind and to many other people's minds seemed very unconvincing excuses for the failure to upload the presidential results, particularly when they were able to upload the results for the National Assembly elections. Was the way that INEC brushed off those complaints really um, ethical? Did they behave with integrity? Has anybody in INEC been held accountable for that failure? Well, I, I think INEC is yet to um, explain to Nigerians, you know, what, what really happened. Aside the technical glitch, which was contained in the statement that it issued, you know, a, a day after um, the, um, the, the glitch, um, should Nigerians be disappointed? Nigerians have a right to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Should they, um, you know, um, question INEX transparency and integrity? Yes, because this wasn't the assurances, you know, mm -hmm. that INEC gave prior to the elections. And this yeah. is why the commission needs to. Mm -hmm. We are hoping that when the commission publish the, its final report on the elections, as well mm -hmm. as the reports of the review, the post-election review, mm -hmm. one key 
um, expectation from the public is the explanation of what happened. Was it a human error or it was internal sabotage? And whatever the case is, has anyone been held to account? And those are information that INEC needs to communicate to people because it's Mm -hmm. critical to the ongoing reform process. And because Nigerians, you know, are clamoring for compulsory um, um, transmission of results in the Electoral Act. Mm -hmm. But if they are going to do so, and if the National Assembly is going to adopt this recommendation, then the Commission has a critical role to play by explaining to Nigerians what really happened to the IRF that Nigeria so believed yeah. and everyone believed was going to be a game changer. Uh, Samson, I'm afraid that we're so running out of time because I wanted to ask you actually, because I, 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 I'm one of those who felt that I let vague comments about cyber attacks and so on. We, we, we did want to know, and we still want to know, has anybody been brought to account? But yeah. um, one thing that um, uh, that has done is to dampen voter um, interest in taking part in elections. And I wonder whether in the other elections that have been held since then, INEC, I mean, I know that IAGA has continued to observe those elections. Has there been any change in the electoral process, not just the off-cycle and by-elections, but the gubernatorial elections and so on? Has INEC taken any of the lessons to heart so far? Uh, yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. For instance, during the last elections, the off cycle elections in Kogi and Bielsa, when Yaga Africa, you know, exposed that some result sheets were pre-filled before accreditation and voting, yeah. the commission responded promptly by acknowledging the fact that they've received mm-hmm. this report um, and, and they're conducting an investigation. Uh, and that was, that was prompt. Uh, and and so, uh, when, when they acted on them, they actually... Did they, was anybody held to account? I mean, apart from just removing what was bad, did they actually go further and fish out so the far, So far, so good. We've not heard any updates about those um, NYSC officials who were either caught with money or those who filled the results sheet. We hope that the investigation that INEC promised, that investigation is on, um, and we're going to be asking INEC to provide, you know, updates on okay. these individuals who were found wanting. Well, Samson, and who I'm, I'm sorry. We, we, we hope we've, that they can come back we, with we to Nigerians so. with updates. We hope so. I'm so sorry, Samson, because our time is almost up. But I'd just like you to, if in closing, if you can give me 20 seconds of what you think INEC needs to work on, particularly to improve the integrity of our elections and to make people feel that it's still worth coming out to vote. I think the commission needs to live up to its commitment and be consistent, you know, in the decisions and the choices that it makes and be open to Nigerians about its challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you, um, Samson. Um, I would just say that there's a lot more to the integrity of the elections than just the re- declared result, as you said. Yeah. And if no. we want people to come out and vote, then INEC really has hey to guys, be more. Hey guys, it's your girl Sharon Oja from Flossom. It's 4 p.m. and you better start getting ready for the new Showmax app.